this is gonna be a very weird network if we're literally just making if we get to the point where we're making shows about about <laughs> sucking toes. Uh, what's your favorite size toe to suck? Which which toe do you prefer? You like suck on the baby toe, I bet you do. The middle toe. <laughs> just just the middle one. Just spread it apart. <laughs> just not at all. Well fear from thinking about you yanking my toes why are you picturing it on your toes? I never said your feet. <laughs> Debate me. I mean, argue with me about it. You're going to lick my toes today. Oh, shit. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to another, another episode, episode of the Rum Runners Podcast. Podcast. I'm, I'm Jared. Jared. Um, <laughs> you're not going to do it for yourself? You're not going to do it for yourself? I'm Kyle. And we're, and we're back here to for talk another about episode stuff. to talk about weird and interesting news from all over the internet. Uh, we read the clickbait so you, you messed don't have it to. Up. You just want to say stuff. You <laughs> messed it up because you read the thing that we're supposed to say and I didn't. <laughs> This is your fault. You messed it up, not me. Oh, okay. I didn't screw it up. Yeah, you know. Not like I've never wrote that. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Um. So we didn't get changed. I know. I'm still naked under the pants. <laughs> under the pants? Yeah. Are you just saying that you're not wearing underwear? I'm not wearing any pants. Can people see? I no, they can't. <laughs> they uh, can't see if you're wearing pants or not. Okay, that's terrible now. My nah. wife kicked me out and I slept here last night and we things got a lot of hands. So we decided to record another episode. <laughs> Alrighty then. On to the first one. <laughs> on to the first one. So this is gonna be a really quick one because Kyle already knows about this one. But man steals massive dildo from sex shop and he's still at large. I like how they said large one. in it. <laughs> I only read the headline also. And then I saw the picture and I was just <sighs> flabbergasted <laughs> that is one way to put it uh the masked thief made off with moby from the deja vu love boutique in las vegas so if you've ever been there you know exactly what he took if you've ever been like wow that is a dildo the size of a small child and if you've never heard of it and you google it and you look it up and you see a video of a man giving it to his mom for christmas it's funny it's funny it's a very it's funny so video. big but the mass thief is still at large after he casually exited a Las Vegas adult store in broad daylight with a, th- once again, three foot, 40 pound dildo hoisted onto his shoulder. Amazing. He just picked it up and walked out with it. Laura, a store employee who declined to give her last name, <laughs> told her wait, post on wait, Tuesday. Wait, why are you calling Laura out like that? You like made it sound like the paper was like, Laura. It does. It says he... Just picked it up and walked out with it. Laura, a store employee but, but who declined to give her last you, name. You didn't pause between their last time. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> like, My picked fault. It up and walked I out with it. Laura. <laughs> <laughs> like the article is blaming her. Like it's her fault. Like, this man stole a four like she, pound, like 40 she's pound in dildo. Prevention. Yeah. Like, oh, come on, Laura. <laughs> How'd you Christ, miss Laura? That? <laughs> How did you not notice the giant dick walking out of the store? It with didn't a just giant grow legs, dick. Laura. 
Okay, so TMZ obtained uh, surveillance footage on July 14th theft at the Deja Vu Love Boutique in Las Vegas, reported that the man stuffed the stolen phallus into his car and made a clean getaway. Um, (laughs) Laura said the stolen good is actually a sex toy named Moby that retails for (laughs) $1,250. Emphasize her name. Laura. You know she was working when it happened, so it's kind of her fault. One. All right. So she specifically said that it is a sex toy. Yes. It looks like a prop that you just have as a decoration. It looks like advertisement. How? Where? Who? What do you put that in? Cars, apparently. Like, that's. It was. It's this wide. I mean, and no world is there enough lube to fit that in any hole. I don't want to meet the person that can fit that in because you I can, do. You can crawl inside that person. Stick, yeah, stick your head in that. that stick sounds, your head. No, in, honestly, st- legitimately. Now I know what it's for, and I would do that. Push your face into the the roundness that you've made right now. I'm buying one of these. I'm gonna get that, and I'm <laughs> gonna put myself inside. Wait, what? What? <laughs> gonna put yourself inside? What? The hole after I stretch it out with the giant dildo. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you're going to put it inside yourself. No, I, maybe. I, I don't know. I reversed those 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 words. If you use this, there's definitely bleeding. If the crook gets caught, he's surely subject to the penal code. There's no way you can put that in a person. You can't. It would. Be, I think it would be assault. I think it would be assault with a deadly weapon if you tried to stick that in someone. The amount of lube that you would need. Here, I'm just going to play the video because there shouldn't be any sound. And I should be able to just put it up on screen. Put it up on screen for everybody. There he is. He's just uh, walking in. That's the one downfall of wearing masks in stores. That everybody could be a potential robber and you wouldn't know. Because their faces are covered. So... Dude, he's so old, too. It's like he just walked in there and was like, <laughs> he's statue like, huh. of my dick, I need this. What should I? He's like, you know what? I see a one-to-one life-size replica of my dick right over here. I need this. Dude, he walked straight to it. He knew. He knew exactly he where knew. that was. He's like, and. He was plotting this. And walking out with a giant dick on my shoulder, dick on my shoulder, dick on my shoulder, Peace. At he the end, ran. it looked like he was he running. He was running then. As soon as she, as, you she know was what? like, hey, sir. And he was like, ha It was Laura. La- Laura, Laura was like, excuse me. And he was like, you, you, you have to pay for that. This is mine. They use the mold of my actual penis. <laughs> this is my dick. <laughs> Which means he can probably use your line. His his leg is just (laughs) his dick. If that was his dick, his dick's just always hard. Yeah, when it gets or maybe he he did have a prosthetic leg, (laughs) and he was like, "This would be so much better." He's like, "I feel like I could have fixed this." It'd be so much heavier than a real leg. It would be, but still, forty pounds. It'd be so worth it in the end to just be like walking around, and if someone's like, "Yo, you didn't have that limp before," just be like, "Oh yeah, you see." Uh, and just pull your pant leg up, and they see that it's just the head listen, of a dick going listen, into your shoe. I know nobody ever comments on these videos but me. And sometimes <laughs> weird people trying to sell us children or whatever that one was about. Oh, the the one person that was like, uh, peeping girls. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, that whatever that was. If you have ever used this dildo, 
or know somebody that has. Please tell me how it works. (laughs) Explain in great detail how you didn't die. I feel like. Because I feel like there will be tearing. And by tearing, I mean in half. Like, if you put that in, it'd be like how you, when you hit, like, a wedge and do a piece of wood and it cracks apart. Yeah. But to your body. Like, your pelvic bone would, would, would wishbone at that point. Like, it would just, done. Do you just rub on it? Like, it's like, like, a, mecha- a, like a mechanical bowl. Like, you're like, woohoo. Just sit on, <laughs> you just sit on the balls and you're like... <laughs> Maybe it's just for guys to be like when they're like, I feel inadequate. They just put, they hold it up and they're just like, yeah, look at my dick. Just pretend to try and get it in. Yeah. I'm just, it's just, it's just, she said it was an actual toy. I mean. Not just like something you put in your weird sex castle. It's like that, it's like that meme where someone's like holding a cactus and they're like, anything's a sex toy if you try hard enough. <laughs> I've never seen that meme. You've never seen that meme? But I think they should be holding one of these Moby dildos because... I don't think they can put that on Facebook. I think that's the reason why it's a cactus. But I'm just saying, you have to try really hard. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. That would break anyone. It would break everyone, I think. You'd die. I think you can't have bones in order for that to work. Like, there can't be any sort of structure to your pubic area. In order for you to be able to accept that. There's no situation in which I imagine this working. What if you're... It's larger than the average baby's head. Yeah. But they say a woman could push a watermelon out. And it might... But their body is also spending nine months developing the ability to do that. Yeah. Is this for just right after you have childbirth and your hips are all still displaced? You're not supposed to have... Well, also... That'd be really bad for you. That'd be extra How much of that can you even fit in? Well, it's three you, feet, so... You can fit in... Like a foot of it, maybe? All of the head, maybe. Mm. Like, that's all your take. If if somehow a woman or man had a stretch enough anus, but if, if a person had an orifice that was able to open wide enough to accept this... Yo, your body go, would be ruined afterwards, It I can't imagine. go further than the head. And It'd be you, impossible. If you could, your body would be ruined afterwards, this would just be People your bones. People would be able to like just do surgery on you from then on. They'd be able to just be like, we yoink, and they wouldn't even need to. Re- they wouldn't be able. To, they wouldn't need to reach in blind. They would just be like, oh, okay, so that's your kidneys. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I still think there are like cell walls and stuff. I like- don't know how the human body works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everything's just jiggling around in there. I don't think the vagina is a direct doorway to your guts, like all of them. All of the holes are. It's a track. It is a track, <laughs> and it comes to a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> the fallopian tubes, I think. Stop teaching me science. <laughs> you just want I like it to, be- to imagine that any hole on your body just opens up to a giant just, pile of organs. You've seen too much Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus. No, I've just seen too many autopsies, but they don't show you from going in from like a hole. They show you from a cut. Yeah, exactly. And everything's just mushed in there. Yeah. So I just imagined anywhere there's a hole, you have access. I mean, you might be able to just take a scalpel and just be like, 
to like a cell to, wall. To be fair, and though, some tissue would if you, up and you fit enough it. of that in there, you don't have probably any. No, cell that would walls. take that would take the place of your spine at that point. You like, just that, would tear just, that would just be you would just be like, okay, I need a new spine. Take your spine out, put that in, and now you have a forty pound like, dick spine. For science, I've watched videos of people using pretty large ones. For science. Yeah, well, okay. it wasn't for my pleasure because it was not en- not oh, okay. entertaining in that way. It was gotcha, scary. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. But I watched them, and like, it was big enough that you could see the person's stomach bulging out. And I was ah. like, you're going to die. Yeah. But that would... that you'd It would hit your heart. Three feet. Three feet. Okay, so I'm going from, I like from how the you're pubic like, area. This is just three feet. That's less than three feet. Okay, yeah, but three feet. So if it's inserting down here... And it goes up, straight up. Like if someone was just kicking it from the <laughs> other side, like Spartan just kicking it. Sledgehammer. Just, yeah. If someone's just, just what is it, John Henrying that shit. Just dink, dink. This I is need how to build we build the, the railroad. Exactly. If someone's doing that, at some point, it's going to push back everything. And it's gonna hit you in the heart. Listen, that's still not the part that I'm worried about. My, the, I'm the just part worried, that about, worried about worried about. Oh, the part where like it just cracks your legs apart, and then a crack starts coming up and like ripping you in half. I don't know. I feel like your skin would hold together and the muscles would hold together, but everything inside I think is gonna start ripping. You're gonna be pouring blood. This isn't gonna keep the person alive if you're sledgehammering it in. That shouldn't be the part that you're worrying about. The inter- the massive internal hemorrhaging is what's going to kill them. No, I'm imagining from this, like, the saw massive, no. the massive dick pushing past all. Think their about stuff. it, like I'm thinking about it. Okay, I will think the about person, it in a very person, weird way. The person that this is entering, <laughs> okay, is being hung upside down with their legs apart. Okay, it's very it specific. Yes, entering them, and as it's entering them, they are ripping in half because I, it's so big. <laughs> I That's mean, it is how big, I'm it is big it. enough that I mean things will rip. I don't think that a person will be ripped fully in half. No, though. no, just three feet of them will be. Yeah, but it would reach their heart. They would die. Like yeah, but the first half of their body that got ripped apart will still be apart. Listen, this I'm is not, a weapon. This is not a. To- this I'm is not, not a toy. Yeah, it should be called a sex weapon. Sex weapon. <laughs> it's not a sex toy. This is a it's torture a sex device. Weapon. This is something they had in medieval England. Yes. Okay, we're going to go on to the next Inquisition one because used. this is this is We graphic. could talk about this forever. This is a very graphic story. Our whole story. episode is now just about giant about dildos. Dildo. No, we're not going to do that. We've done stuff like that. Whoever makes the dildo, much. the Moby. Whoever makes Moby. Can you sponsor me? Just me. Not Jared. <laughs> what? I'll, I'll <laughs> sing the graces of your product to the whole world. You just said that also, it's a medieval torture device. <laughs> Will you send me one so I can see how it works? You need to get a I'll try it in all kinds of ways. I'll try it on things. On to the next one. That's sounding illegal. Okay. Uh, husband. It's, is that husband and wife? Husband, wife, hospitalized after sparkler sets their clothes on fire. That's sexy time. Ooh, a husband and wife. <laughs> yeah, no. There's yeah. no ampersand the here. Yeah. The husband wife was hospitalized. Yeah. Like I thought it was like husband said that wife was hospitalized. Like cuz you know how they do that? It's like police man on top of of railroad crossing overnight. I thought you were being even weirder and like kind of offensive and you were suggesting that like this was like 
like a like a lady lady couple, but one of them was more the husband, but oh, also no. the wife. No, I'm literally. I was <laughs> like, like, there's no the and husband here. wife. It should be the husband. It's like husband and wife hospitalized after Sparkler. Yo, we really need to. And this is New Jersey. This is New Jersey. How come? Husband wife. Husband wife. Husband and wife were injured Sunday evening after their clothes caught fire while they were setting off a sparkler on their apartment balcony in Lindenwald. In Lindenwald. Oh, okay. Um, How I'm assuming that's in Jersey. Both w- of their clothes get on fire. They were they were like, yo, if we're, no. we're holding sparklers. No. Think about it. That would kind of be like... At least, like, at least from like Fourth an, of July. Yeah, from an outside perspective, like if you're if you're not thinking about like the logistics of it, having sex while everyone's holding sparklers, it's a pretty intense way of having sex. I'm I'm making but this then up. They should probably be I don't know not wearing story. enough clothes that like they'd have to be hospitalized. Maybe they were like, "Hey, there's gonna be sparks. Why don't we cle- leave our clothes on? I'll just unzip. You wear a skirt. It'll be fine." Bang, bang, boom, we'll be safe. Not thinking of the fact that their clothes are flammable. This is already the most sexual episode we've ever made. Already. (laughs) Even though none of this is in the story. I'm just assuming. We're just going off giant dildos onto the next sex. Our our heads are already in sex space. Let's hope that this is never one of the one that any of our families look up. Oh, my God. I always feel weird when like, cause I tell everybody to watch our show. So my family has seen our show and I was like, oh man, they probably saw some of the like, We're going to show it to your cousin and you're like, don't. Don't do this don't. one. <laughs> They're underage. Don't. But yeah. So the 41 year old man and the 43 year old woman were both taken to a local hospital to be treated for burns to their bodies. Detective Christopher Scherer, 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 Scherer said the man suffered burns to his upper body and arm and the woman was burned on her abdomen. It's like he was holding it. <laughs> it's like he was holding it right here. And it got on his arms. And it got on her daughter ab. Like it's she was on top of him. That's the only way that this could be happening. He was like, I'm having sex. It was well, like I mean, Akon. I no. just had sex. What if, <laughs> you were you were breaking the mic. I am sorry. But what if what if like cause it's on a balcony, like she leaned up against it? And wrapped her legs around him, and he was like, <laughs> "I mean, either way, we're just still sparklers just... in the air above his head." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that how, how it is. That's, how that's that would, totally how that, that would went. burn his arms and then drop sparks onto her abdomen. They were playing with a lit sparkler, and her husband's clothes caught fire. Just her husband's? Uh, apparently. Well, because she wasn't wearing any, that's why. So she like, ooh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Rubbing it on his nipples. Let's see. There was no immediate report of their condition, but Scherer said he did not believe their injuries were life-threatening. They were taken to Jefferson Str- Stratford Hospital. The incident was reported at 10.04 p.m. Sunday <laughs> in the 1800 block of Laurel Road. Firefighters Wait. arrived two minutes after the call. The police said it was not immediately reported how ex- how flames were extinguished. It's because it was just a shirt on fire. So here's my question. So the injuries got to the point where they may or may not have been life threatening. Yes. Where they had to at least consider is this life threatening or not? Is mm-hmm. it that they caught fire and he was like, hold on, I'm almost there? <laughs> 
like he was Let's like muscle through this. He was just like, I can't stop. I can't stop. For those listening, I'm pelvic thrusting with my arms raised above my head. Imitating holding sparklers while being on fire. You know, to just keep with the, the scenario that Kyle painted of her leaning against the balcony railing. But let's let's keep going here. Um, As our token man who's been on fire. Okay, yes. If you were to do that again and be on fire, mm-hmm. mid-coitus. Okay, wow. Would you be able to continue performing? I don't know. I have... I, have, <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I have more of a... Res- Maybe. <laughs> My, okay. Because of the fact if that the I have been on fire. If the time that you were on fire, fire you, were mid, you were mid-thrust when it happened last time, do you think that your reaction would have been different than to scream? I couldn't scream last. Oh, we'll, I'll, we'll get into how, how I got, how I was on fire. We're, we're going to get into that in a future episode. Would you be able to but, continue based off your memory of being on fire? I was in a really hot fire. Yeah, but what if this, it was uh, this really, is, what if this it was is a sparkler really, fire? Really good. You were both really into it before it happened. This is a sparkler fire. <laughs> this is different. This is cotton fire. Exactly. I Polyester don't, fire. I don't think my fire, heat wise, is it's not in the same. Like this can't match the fire that I was in. But imagine you're laying on the ground in the grass. The mm-hmm. fire blows out on you. Okay. And your first thought is just. Instead of let me get up, why don't we just finish real quick? Roll. <laughs> I mean, you're already on the ground. You can stop, drop, and roll pretty easily. Uh, yeah, I'd probably just stop, drop, and roll. Just, I'd probably be like, so, no, no without st- the stopping though. It's just let's just roll. Hang on. Yeah, because you don't have to drop either at that point. So it's just roll. <laughs> Which, as someone on fire, that's not the first thought that you have. But. Once again, I think my I think the fire I was in was worse than a sparkler fire. Right, so right, you, right. you're being be very judgmental about the quality of fire people could be on. Okay, well, I just I think the, these people were definitely having sex, and they're trying to avoid saying that they were having sex while holding sparklers. We're assuming that there's no other reason for this to have happened. Maybe they were kissed. All right, so maybe they were just going in for like a romantic kiss. They're holding the sparklers, like hey, happy Fourth like of July. Like cutting edge. No, they were like happy Fourth of July, and then they were just like. And they br- they just accidentally brought the sparklers into their chest because like it's like a reaction. But it's it was her abs and his arms. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> there's no way. Maybe he was just wearing sleeve warmers and no shirt, and she was just wearing a tank top. <laughs> I don't know. We need okay. Let's keep reading, and we will see. Um, we had an increase in home fireworks reports. Uh, the public fireworks were canceled this year. A lot of people decided to try to do themselves at home. Um, sorry. Yeah, they it, did do it themselves at home. Uh, in 2017, the uh, New New Jersey Explosives and Fireworks Act was changed to allow the scale of certain sparkling devices and novelties to anyone over the age of 16. Oh, that's right. Sparklers were illegal, illegal in New Jersey for a while. Yeah, there you go. State Police Superintendent Colonel Patrick Callahan said the fireworks that have been going off at night create a quality of life issue. It sounds like gunfire, which is another cause for concern, Callahan said, other than sparklers what was made legal. Like exactly. Which were the snakes and the sparklers, they do remain illegal. And I trust uh, that we will... Report. What? Why are they just talking about... Snakes and sparklers like, yeah, are still just, illegal? Yeah, it doesn't say what they were doing and why this happened, so they were having sex. Well, it completely skirted around so what that they were doing the is whole time. Fine. What they were doing is they were okay. doing it, and he lit one of the snakes on her chest, 
<laughs> just to see what would happen. It's just and just, she was holding sparklers in both her hands, and that's how it burned his arms. There we go. Then that's that that works logistically. <laughs> logistically, it works. He was like, "I'm gonna put this snake, which is just it looks like a giant growing turd. No, it looks like a snake. It looks like a turd. It looks like a snake, like <laughs> a real life snake that's just. It's a black." It's a black log that just keeps getting longer, <laughs> and he wanted that on her stomach. <laughs> Don't ask why. And she was just like, I love this. So she was showing her love for it with sparklers. Just twirling him around as they were hitting him in the She arms. was trying to spell her name. <laughs> she was like, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. And boom, both of his arms just, it was high Thread count cotton. Polyester. Oh, yeah, it was polyester. Polyester burns pretty hot. So, yeah, it could have been that. But, yeah, these people were having sex, and they lit themselves on fire with sparklers. That's what that, that's what this story Did is. Did this really say that some fireworks are legal now, but snakes and sparklers are still illegal? Is that what you no, said? No, it says that, that snakes and sparklers are legal, but everything else is illegal. And they would hope that people would be safe and not use the illegal ones, but apparently people need to stop fucking while these people using the legal ones. These people are going to get sparklers banned in New Jersey again. They totally are. It's a good thing we're across the river. We can still have sex while holding sparkers. <laughs> sparklers legal. Sparkers. We can have sparkers regally. <laughs> we're sparker up while we do it. Yeah. Okay. That's really all I got for this one, especially since as reading this, uh, a whole new mental image now, came into my head. Imagine <laughs> mm-hmm. taking the Moby, putting sparklers all on the bottom half. Maybe it was the same person. And then trying to shove it in somebody. That's that's even more torture. We're going on to the next one. <laughs> Holy shit. That's American as fuck. That would be. Especially if you have the Star Spangled Banner playing in the background. <laughs> as they slowly fall down it. <laughs> oh, God. Like a spike in... We're going to go to one that has nothing to do with sex now. <laughs> Wait. Main man. Oh my god, it has to do with what you were literally just saying though. No, like ready, ready. Listen, listen, listen to this. Remember that vampire king? They would put people on spikes. Oh god, you shove it up their ass. You just put the lady on it. You just just let her slide slide down. down. Okay. Main man saws neighbor's garage in half amid boundary dispute. I was never talking about that. But you were talking about things getting cut. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Like this he is, did such a good job. Right? I wouldn't even be mad. That's such a straight line. He did that perfectly. <laughs> right in the middle. He was like, this is where the line is. This is where the fence is. So if I have to move my fence back here, I'm taking half your garage. So let's see. Uh, Dover Foxcroft, Maine. That sounds like a very rich person name. Foxcroft. Like, I am Dover Foxcroft. Jonathan Dover Foxcroft. No, it doesn't. It sounds like two towns that got married, but she didn't want to take his last name because his last name was Dover. <laughs> she, his first name was Ben. But okay, um, a man who cut his neighbor's garage in half with a sawzall was on friendly terms with the man who built the structure, just not with everyone who lived on the property after he died. Ah, oh. okay. So he was cool when he built it, but then the people were like, "Yo, dude." It's like my property. I'm a blast music. All all hours of the night, have sex with the giant Moby over here, and light sparklers and fireworks while we fuck. So you know, do something about it. 
I'm confused. <laughs> okay. I'm quite confused. So the man who built the house, the dude was like, it's cool that your house is on my property. Yes. And then he died. He and died. New people moved in. He was like, I don't like your garage being on my property. I think it was more like, he's like, y'all are dicks. I'm going to do something about that. And I'm going to cut my half of your garage <laughs> Off. And I'm going to move my fence back. Um, but Gabriel Braun. Is that illegal? Used if it's on your land, that's yours. Right? Isn't that how that works? So he technically should have just claimed half of their garage, is what you're saying. And then just. He should have just been like, your car is on my side. Move it over. <laughs> I'm putting my bicycles in this half. <laughs> just my bicycles. Get a thinner car. Just, just get a thinner car. Get a Fiat. <laughs> just park your Fiat over With here. Which, what's left of the doorway to that garage of Fiat would not fit. That's like a man-sized door. Yeah. You park <laughs> your bicycles on your side. I park my bicycles on my side. I'm going to park my car in here. You put your bikes on the other side. All right. So Gabriel Braun used a land surveyor's demarcation between the two lots as a guide to remove half of the building sitting on his land when a dispute over the boundary line boiled over. Tracy Braun said Thursday that her husband's actions on the day after Memorial Day marked the latest, and they hope the final... <laughs> How can it get worse than this? Hope the final step of an often contentious relationship between her family, others in the neighborhood, and various inhabitants of 148 Grove Street in recent years. Is oh, she, it's the Grove Street gang. That's she, what it was. Is she literally like... Because she's like, it's not just the neighbors who own the house. Is she like... Everybody hates hey, these people. All you crappy neighbors, look what we'll do to you if you mess with us. <laughs> like they made like a statement. Like we cut their garage in half. How far do you think we'll go with you? Oh man, that's. I mean, I kind of feel like it's that everybody hated the residents of this thing. I don't know. I think that's what they're saying. But we, you know, it could be either one. Uh, Braun and her family moved back to Dover Foxcroft in 2012 to live in the home where her husband had grown up at 140 Grove Street, a property that once included the 0.23 acres just to the south. I that love is now these articles that give Grove exact Street. addresses. Right? Like we now know that this is 140 and 148 Grove Street in Dover Foxcroft, Maine. I I can Google Go that there right now. And take pictures of this house and, and send it find to us. out exactly what. How long would it take for us to drive there? Look it up real quick. Go no. one forty Dover or one forty Grove Street. I'm over that. Um, where a small home was added several decades ago. The Bronze relationship with their neighbors was fine until the former owner of one forty eight Grove Street, Steve Ritter, died in late twenty sixteen. Tracy Braun said, Ritter's wife Teresa. Oh my God, Lathe Ritter took over sole ownership of 148 Grove Street, and while she became an infrequent resident, Braun said relations have been strained with others who have rented or otherwise frequented the building since. Um, when the dad, Steve Ritter, was alive, this was a perfect place to live. As soon as the poor man passed away, this place turned into craziness and chaos. I think I might have been right. There might have been some Mobies and sparklers. It's too much music. Their, their music was just too loud. Probably. Uh, the Bronze unsuccessfully tried to purchase the 148 Grove Street property in one attempt to resolve their issues. That kind of, they were just like, we'll buy it off you. They're like, no. Hey, They're like, instead we're of, it instead of having all these crappy renters, why don't you just, why don't you just, just give it to us? We'll give you like $3,500. Just, just, just give us the house for $3,500. You're old and you're widowed. What do you need money for? Your husband was cool. Your husband would have given it to us in the end if he knew that this is what if was going to If your husband was here right now, we'd be having a beer in his half garage. 
The property line dispute gained momentum in April when the Bronze put down a load of wood chips near the previously established boundary with 148 Grove Street in order to uh, in order for a tractor to travel the downhill grade to the back of their lot and clean up downed tree limbs. Steve Ritter's youngest son, Blake, soon planted a stake in the ground where the chips had been placed. Um, he said, this is our property. Get your stuff off of it. So we had so we had to call a land surveyor, she said. The surveyor determined that the dividing line between the properties was in the center of the 148 Grove Street driveway and right through the middle of the garage. The day the surveyor came and set, set, <laughs> and set the pins, the tenants that were there packed up and moved out that night. Another surveyor came up with similar results. What? Yeah, apparently they were like, fuck, <laughs> they're right. This is their property. We're going to lose our garage. So they were like, we leave. <laughs> uh, Memorial Day, Braun said the younger Ritter asked if he could retrieve his father's ashes from the 148 Grove Street garage. Oh, man. We said, please do. We want our property back because we've been paying taxes on it for years, she said. But he went over there and started throwing trash all over the place and smashing glass and taking bureaus and throwing them outside in the yard. Oh, that's what this big... The guy who's like mom owns the house. Yeah, he was he was throwing all this stuff. Why would you leave your dead's ashes in a house you rent to randos? I think it's because it was a lie and they weren't actually in there. And he was just trying to get in there. And then he was throwing all the stuff all over the place. But the next day, Gabriel Braun, who works in construction, took a sawzall and skillfully cut down the half of the garage that was on the family's property and left the remains on the other side of the surveyor's lines. There's been a property line dispute for a couple of months, and obviously that was the result between the Mr. Braun and the owner of the other building, Dover Foxcroft Police Chief. Uh, Ryan, oh my God, it just keeps on going. You know what, though? It's fine because I am. I'm done with the story. I'm no. I'm hooked. Okay. This is the best story ever. <laughs> okay. Let's play Jared Does Reading Time. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Jared Story Time. <sighs> Jared Does Story Time. Jared. Tracy Braun said that no one has been at 148 Grove Street for the last couple of weeks, and a recent look through the house's front windows revealed virtually no furniture inside. The no Brauns have installed a partial fence with cameras on their side of the 148 Grove Street driveway <laughs> and plan to extend the divider to the brook at the rear of their lot. We're putting up a fence. Fences make good neighbors. Tracy Braun said, that's real pro-Trump right there. <laughs> Just like, put the fence up and then bolt it to the half <laughs> of the garage <laughs> and just be like we did half the work for you you only have to build up from we the put top your of the wall fence. back on <laughs> uh that's what we've learned from this neither Teresa lay the ritter whom braun had said had not lived at 148 grove street since last summer nor blake ritter were immediately available for comment we are we were aware of the situation and believe it's been resolved at this point my Ritter's question said, is bam finished no one was arrested no sheriff was like they're not not right. They're like, they didn't destroy any of your property. They only took down In fact, their property. This article says he skillfully did it. Yeah, which means that he probably installed supports. Which, no, what it really means is there's someone besides me that went, that's a real good job. <laughs> the sheriff came over and he's like, God damn, that's a He's like, that's perfectly straight. I ain't even mad. <laughs> He's like, I know this ain't my house, Yo, but I you, ain't even mad about this. I need some things cut in half. <laughs> Would you come to my house? Yeah, I, I think, honestly, it's because they only destroyed their stuff, like what was on their property, yeah. which 
if an abandoned building is coming onto your property, you you probably have every right to destroy just the part that's on your side. <laughs> if you can skillfully do it, that not a single fucking centimeter well, is destroyed on well, their side, you're probably good. If it's on their property and it's been more than like however many decades it has to be, mm-hmm. squatters rights, they own that half of the garage. But it's only been like a couple of weeks. But they've been point. paying taxes for it. They have been. So I think that's what it, I think it comes down to. They were like, "Yo, taxes. You've been paying. You've been, pay, you've been paying on it. We've you been just, paying the taxes you for just, half of your garage. You just took it back. That's really all it was. They took it back. So these people need to now come up with a way to build a garage that comes to a very quick wall. That's that's what it is. If they want to still have a garage, they have to be able to be like, "All right, your garage needs to end very fast." This is the most amazing petty story I've ever heard. It's very very petty, but very very <laughs> great. All it's right. Just like you don't have a garage no more because it's our garage now. No more garage for you. I just like I, I like the fact that literally like it was just like, "Hey, half the garage does belong to them." And the other people were just like, "You know what? Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> we're leaving now. We're not going to rent this house from you anymore because it turns out that one tenth of it belongs to your neighbors." Well, what's what well, I think it actually was was the, I think it was the son living there. That he that at the time the son was the one renting it, and he was like, "Dad's a liar. He's a dead liar. He doesn't even own that whole garage." <laughs> I'm leaving. You now. never should have let him cheat on your mom. You should have debated him. You should have goaded him into an argument. And if he shit. didn't participate, <laughs> you should have shot, shot him. Shot him right in the in body, <laughs> right in the abdomen. Lit them on fire too while you're at it. Sparklers mid coitus. <laughs> oh On to the next and one. Shoved Moby the three foot dildo inside of him. That's terrible, especially because the next one's very serious. It is, but <laughs> <laughs> Hakeem Salah death. Teen stabbed at knife awareness course. So that that headline changed. It was teen. Fatally stabbed at knife awareness course. Maybe he came back. He's a zombie now. Okay, so this is very ironic. A young offender stabbed another teenager to death at a community. I thought that this was like a class at school or something, and they were just like, "Hey, kids, be safe with knives." And he's like, "Okay, what is this? Like an M and M school?" <laughs> Everybody listen to Mr. Mathers while we discuss knife safety. A bloodstain turns orange after three or four washes, doesn't it? That's normal, ain't it, Norman? Um, The 17-year-old boy who cannot be named knifed Hakeem Salah. It says knifed? What kind of reporting service is this? BBC, man. Twice in the chest. Oh, my God. At the West London Center on 7th November, oh, damn, freaking, on the 7th of November last year. This is old. Why does it just let me know about this now? Because that's how the internet works, my dude. Prosecutors said there was a cruel irony that Mr. Salah was stabbed while attending a weapons awareness course. Oh, it's nice that they're able to point out. Right? They were just funny in the story. Yeah. That's that's that that's that British sense of humor right there. That's what that is. That that dark mm, sense of humor. This kid gets stabbed to death at his knife awareness course, and they're like, "Isn't that ironic? Don't you think? Isn't it ironic?" 
is like, oh my God. (laughs) The teenager denies murdering him. He also denies two counts of wounding with intent and one count of unlawful wounding. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, okay. He's like, I stabbed him, but uh, I didn't kill him. No, he's saying he denies that. He was like, I did not kill him with a knife. And I also did not uh, wound him with intent to kill him. And I also didn't just wound him. He was like, I did not even touch him. So we were just standing there looking at these knives. And we're like, yo, we need to be aware. These are sharp. And then he came in to hug me. Bleeding. At the exact time. And it stabbed into his chest. And I went, dude. And he went, oh, thank you. Okay, let me give you a hug again. And then stabbed himself again. I think that's what, because it was two times in the chest. I think it was more like, uh, he was like sitting there. He's holding the knife. Like they were doing like a. They were like handing it. Yeah, they're like, that's what a sharp knife feels like. Hey, oh my. What happened to you? Why are you? He's hurt over here, people. Oh, no. I should stop pointing with the knife. Drop. That could be it. I mean, let's see what his, I didn't do his it. I just, side of I the turned story around is. And then I saw him bleeding. Yeah, it's it's completely possible. I mean, I talk with my hands a lot, and if I have a knife in them, and I take my eyes off of you, which isn't very aware, I have to be worried that you're gonna knife me. That I have to if I do this, and I'm like, hey, it if it's a long enough knife. To it's be gonna fair, I have seen you sit and like try to do knife tricks where you're like tossing around and shit, and I'm like, hey, could you uh not throw knives at me? <laughs> I've never once thrown a knife at you. I've thrown knives at myself. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. Your comfort. We need to take you to a knife awareness <laughs> course. I'm not going with you, though. I was going to say, I'm like, are you coming with me? We'll go separately. Okay. Michelle Nelson, QC, prosecuting, said all participants at Hillingdon Civic Center had been risk assessed before the session, which was run by youth offending teams, yachts. Wait a minute. Yachts. Is this. This is like. They took high-risk youth. They put kids that were most likely to stab people in a class. And were like, this is why stabbing? you shouldn't stab people. And they were like, look at all these knives. <laughs> and you shouldn't stab people. Because in Britain, like, you can't, like, shoot people. Like, it's very difficult to get guns and everything like that. But stabbings are rampant. And so is acid attacks. Do you think that if this was, like, an acid attack Wasn't class? Wasn't just a shooting in, like... In Canada, where it's really hard to get a gun, I don't think shootings are that hard to do, even when you can't get one. Yeah, well, no, I mean, in, in, in Britain, it actually is very difficult to get a gun, even illegally, which is why most attacks in Britain occur with knives and acid, because it's easier. So it's easier to get acid than it is to get a gun. I'd probably rather be shot. I'd rather be shot than have acid. Like literally, they they have people that go around and splash acid in people's face. Never. And I'm like, no. Nah, that's cool. I'll get shot before I get acid thrown in my face. I'm good. That's I just terrible. Made a joke that I don't think I can make. Yeah, don't make the joke then. All right. So, so at yachts, yachts, those classified in high risk youths of those who stab. It was youth offending teams. Yeah. Well, nope. <laughs> youths of those stabbers. Youth of the Stabbers. There we go. Both of the young men had been uh, risk assessed, and the sad reality what is that, that both Were attended they... the course carrying knives. So it wasn't even the it wasn't even the knives that were provided for them. 
It was their own knives. What are you doing? I don't know. The angle I'm sitting at keeps making it look like I have droopy eye. <laughs> and I'm like, is my eye just drooping? No, your eye's not drooping. <laughs> it's you're freaking fu- me out. You know about fine. me and symmetric. <laughs> I know. You're fine. You are good. <laughs> Dude, oh my goodness. <laughs> stop looking at the monitor. Just freaking. Anyway. Okay. So these teens, what you're saying is that they were like, oh, these kids are troubled, but we have risk assessed them mm-hmm. to be safe. Safe for enough. For this knife safety course. <laughs> yes. In which these teens went, nah. I'm going to bring a knife. <laughs> they, were yo. Like, they were like, yo, I'm going to bring a knife to the knife awareness course. I'm going to be so aware of my knife. You were going to say something bad again, aren't you? No. no just, okay. I'm just, I'm just stupefied. But okay, let's, <sighs> let's, let's finish this out. Mr. Silla was stabbed twice in the chest and had defensive injuries on his hands from trying to take control of the blade, Miss Nelson said. Despite medical intervention, he Who's died. Who's Miss sh- Nelson all of a sudden? Uh, she was the yachts person, I think. Michelle Nelson, QC. Okay. Um, uh, he died shortly after in the hospital. Pathologists found the proximity of the two chest wounds was consistent with a rapid sequence of infliction. That is the most British way of saying fast stabbing. Quick shots. Yeah, it was just, it was shanking. It was just two, not that many. But no, rapid is because he had defensive wounds. He was trying to stop it and he was like, oh, damn, 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 damn. But two got in. That was the whole thing. It was a shanking. It was a rapid succession of infliction. Oh, and that's when they yeah. was like, oh, sorry. Consistent with a rapid sequence of of infliction, uh, and indicated the use of substantial force. So he was really trying a sheathed Rambo knife. What? What? What's a Rambo knife? I think they're talking about like a like a tactical, like the '80s tactical style frontier knife, where it was like the big knife, and it had like the clip point. And it had the serrations on the back. Are and it they had just, like the, is it just like a British way of insulting like K-bars? I think that's just how the British look at Americans. And they're like, look at this big ass knife. This is freaking Rambo Ram- knife. Like the way that we look at Australians when they carry swords. Yeah. And we're like, that's not a knife. And they're like, this is a knife. And we're like, no, it's not. That's a sword. You're, you have a machete right now. And they're like, it's a knife. You're being a bitch right now. That I guess that's kind of so how. So it goes like. England. England has tiny knives. Then America. Then it goes America. Then Australia. Australia's just carrying swords, and nowhere beats Australia. So basically, like, okay, so England is like your iPhone 4. Yes. America's an iPhone 8. Yeah. And Australia's an iPhone 10, because 11's got smaller again. Yeah. Plus. Yeah, the the X Plus. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically what it is. There, it's... It's what what's considered a knife in England is probably like just like a little like just what you get a tiny what you put your 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 marmite on with your butter. Ex- oh god. But yeah. So <laughs> there's that. And in America a knife is normally if someone's going to stab someone it's going to be a more substantial knife. So to a British person they're like it's a fucking Rambo knife. <laughs> like that's Well, I mean if it's like a like a like a non-folding like knife? a fixed blade, like yeah, eight-inch knife. Yeah, it's a Ram. Yeah, Rambo had a knife that was like that, but I don't. Th- there's names for it. It's not like a. It's not called a Rambo knife. That's it's, just the only two that I can think of. Is it's either like an Ontario, like the Air Force knife, probably or like a K bar or something. Something yeah, that would be I mean, like it's, what you would think of Rambo having. Yeah. Which I think Rambo had in Ontario. So if that's how they describe knives, when someone gets stabbed with like a butcher knife or like, oh, you know, like a Michael Myers knife. 
Probably. They're just Do they just refer to all knives by movies that they've been used in? In America, yeah. That's based off of this article? Yes. That's a hundred percent how it works in England. Let us know. We have a couple viewers in England. A couple We're of gonna, listeners in England. We gotta go get the uh get the, the leather face knife to take down this tree. Oh, it was they they found the knife uh in an area of woodland close to the defendant's home. The defendant's blood and DNA was found on the weapon, and DNA from the victim was also present. Everybody was bleeding. Yeah. Did he cut Did he cut the attacker, too? Was it just like a knife fight? Well, a lot of the times in knife fight situations, or like in stabbings, uh, you end up cutting yourself, because when you get wet, you slide off. Slide up. Unless it was a Rambo style, which does have the, the cross guard. Unless they're talking about like one of the like full military ones with like the whole hand guard. Like a trench knife? Yeah. Oh, then it wouldn't have slipped up. He wouldn't have cut himself then. There's no there's no fucking around with that. But uh the defendant does not dispute killing Hakeem Sil wait, didn't he just say that he killed him? No, he didn't or he stab he him said, with intent. He said that he denies where was that? I need to go back up. Um, he didn't murder him, and he didn't stab him with the intent of murdering him. Yeah, he denies murdering him. But it is his him. fault that he died. Yeah, he says he denies murdering him, and he denies the two counts of wounding with intent and the one count of unlawful wounding. And then he said maybe he's that trying to he claim does not dispute killing him. Maybe it was um, self-defense. Okay, he did not intend to kill or to cause ser- a re- really serious harm. Um, and told the police in his caution interview that he had acted in lawful self-defense and had intended to stab Hakeem Silah in the arm, but he moved. So this was kind of like a... So it was a back and forth, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they both Um, had their knives up, and they're like, we're going knife fight now, like Michael Jackson style. Give me your thumb. And he was like, no, stab in the arm. He's like, yeah, that was your chest. Yeah, and he says the defendant took deliberate decision to stab the deceased to the chest twice. We say lawful self-defense does not arise. The trial continues. I'm just going to say it's possible. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of these times where these courts say things like, nah, because of the way you did it, that's impossible. But if they're like stabbing at each other and the other dude's like, give me your knife so I can stab you with my knife. And he's just like, go away. Yeah. Because he did say a series of rapid inflictions, that, which means that he was just stabbing real fast. He was yeah. like, go away, go away, go away, go away, go away, go away. If he's not paying attention to where they're going, you can't say that those two to the chest somehow yeah. makes it not self-defense. Yeah, it's like, it's it's, it's kind of like... And not like, to, if you were coming at me, and I was just like jabbing a knife at yeah, you... You're not going to stop and just I hit you because twice you hit in me the twice chest, in the chest. I'm going to stop when you stop. Exactly. It's kind of like... That's, you know, that's, the, that's the British mindset where in America it's like... He was probably attacking him. Yeah. No, no, in America, like, no. What's the, what's the saying about, like, keep use sh- of force until something until yeah, it stops you, moving or yeah, whatever? You keep, you keep shooting until the, the threat is done. Yeah. But no, it's like, it's, the, it's, it's pretty equivalent to the, 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 the movie that I wrote a while ago where it oh legitimately was... Remember the one character had a gun and was in a situation where like an armed person turned around a corner and he just shot and kept firing and shot the guy like seven times in the knee. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I because if you're it. in a life or death situation, you're not going, this is what I need. I need. That's always one of those things. Like I never this. understand. Like there's a whole lot of these things where like, they're like, 
No, at that point, you should have known what you were doing was bad. If you're scared for your life, you have no idea what the fuck's going on. In the heat of the moment. Like, all these calm people sitting in their suits are like, heat of the moment. We need to stop singing in this episode. (laughs) I don't know. But, like, like, it's like those times when, like, someone comes and, like, attacks you and they they run away and you shoot them in the back and you're like, ah, the moment they turned around, you needed to stop. Now it's murder. You're like, I was panicking and yeah. I just wanted to make them go away. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, you know, well, at the same point, how do if, I know he's not going to turn if, around? What if someone has trained themselves and they have like a, they're holding knives this way and they're just running <laughs> at you backwards and they're just stabbing backwards? No. Yo, the cops don't know. They weren't there. No. So if you shoot that man in the back, because that's what's coming at you. He's like, I know that if you stand, if you shoot me with my back turn, you're going to jail. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna run at you backwards and try to step. No, it's it's plausible. Is that the picture of the victim or the man who did it? That's the victim. This is the victim. This is the victim. (laughs) On to the next one, I guess. I'm just, I feel like. Just because he he stabbed that kid a lot of times, but yeah. they're focusing on the two that killed him. Yeah. What if like they weren't back to back? True. Like yeah. he was like doing rapid stabbing. He hit him in the arm, hit him in the arm, hit him in the chest, and the guy's still covered. Hit him again. Hit him, hit him in the hand, cut you know, cut a few times, and then it hit him in the chest again, and that's when he dropped. They're basing their whole argument off the fact that they're just like Nah, man. One stab should have been enough. We're not saying it's. We're not saying it's good to kill people. No, I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying that this kid didn't do it maliciously. But I'm saying that if he didn't, and they're gonna lock him up forever based off that kind of evidence, that's not enough evidence. It's circumstantial at best. That's just some person saying, "I think that this is what he wanted to do." Yeah, like I said, it's circumstantial, and I I don't know. I don't know how hearsay. True. Yes. But, I mean, it is a circumstance. In a certain circumstance, he might have done this. Just saying, if that kid was really afraid for his life. (laughs) Okay, on to the next one. There's a chance he's stabbed that kid a lot of times. If he did it on purpose, fuck that kid. If he didn't... We need more of that story. He was a scurred. This is one of those those what happened before stories. Yes. On to the next. On to the last (laughs) one, actually. Report. Oh, that went bad. Ugh. Report. Police arrest naked Kentucky man who broke into home, used mushrooms with Jesus. What if that's Jesus and he was just talking about his friend that he did mushrooms with? We'll find out. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. What if you're He's just like, yo, I was doing mushrooms with Jesus. What and the they're f- like... They're like, oh yeah, you were with Jesus. He's like, no, my He's like, no Jesus. Jesus. He's, He's over there. Literally three houses down. He disappeared. <laughs> Well, in reality, what he meant was he ran away, but he's high on mushrooms, and he doesn't know what that means. Exactly. So Owensboro, Kentucky, Wayne, apparently, uh, police in Kentucky arrested a man who broke into a home after he reported it claimed he used mushrooms with Jesus or Jesus. We don't know. They might have just forgot the con accento. Um, Davies County Sheriff's Office deputies, geez, so many words, early Thursday responded to a report of a burglary and a man running down an Owensboro Road completely nude. When deputies arrived, they found the 41-year-old man at a home. Just a home. 
Just um, a home. Deputies asked the man multiple times to get on the ground, but he began running towards the officers, yelling profanities. <laughs> not good for him. <laughs> Just say it right off the top. Probably not smart. But what if he's just so high, he's not actually yelling at the police. He just forgot how language worked because he's hallucinating and he's just running to him like, fuck shit, piss ass shit, fuck ass shit. True. What profanities were said? Exactly. Like, what was the I did mushrooms with Jesus. Fuck shit ass. Exactly. Um, And they're just like, At that point, a deputy used his taser on the man, the report said. The man then, in handcuffs, cups, in handcuffs, in handcuffs, jumped to his feet and ran toward a deputy again. Might I have some more mushrooms, please? He's like, give me fuck shit. I did mushrooms with Jesus and I need more. Look at my handcuffs. (laughs) Look at my handcuffs. Oh, uh, while in police custody, the man reportedly said he had used mushrooms with Jesus and that they were playing a virtual reality video game together. Oh, my God. This whole <laughs> this day is, is tying together. Um, investigators oh. found blood smeared on the walls of w- and windows of the home and several broken pieces of glass. It was clear the man had forced his way into he the home this friend, to Jesus. burglarize it. He probably did. They should be looking for a missing person named Jesus. Uh, the man was arrested for indecent exposure, burglary, criminal mischief, resisting arrest, public intoxication, and menacing. <laughs> New goal. Now I have to figure out a way to get mayhem and menacing at the same time. Mayhem's hard, man. You, you gotta, you know, like Mayhem's one of those ones I don't want to get, but I want to get it. Just I to say you're charged it, with it? Yeah, because I always thought it would be like causing a riot, you know, mayhem. That's not what it means. <laughs> It's it's like dismembering somebody. No, but they have to survive it. Yeah. <laughs> so it is it is amputating someone's arm and just yeah. being like, go about your business. I don't remember. Or being, it's more than that. being scary about it, too, I so you can get menacing. So you can like run around with their arm and just be like, I got your arm. I did mushrooms with Jesus. Jesus told me to take your arm. What? What? <laughs> What what was the was that like he that hit the, somebody with that it? Was the slicer. Oh okay okay I was, I I missed that because I looked this way and then you did the did everything. This this arm belongs to Jesus. Yeah, I mean that's I mean how could I mean? It's, and then the cops came Kentucky. and he was just like fuck shit ass fuck shit ass fuck shit ass and just ran at them. I mean it's Kentucky. I feel like saying it's for Jesus might fly. I don't know. Is Kentucky really religious? I feel like they are. I feel like that's where, the kind where of place. Where is Kentucky? Southwest of us. What's it's the there? reason why they always say Pennsylvania? What's what's there? They have barbecue sauce, right? Fried chicken. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe he was doing it for the chickens. He could have been. Yeah, maybe, you know maybe what? his chicken's named Jesus. These crazy, wild police stories you found, I should have uh, looked up that one and showed you about the man mm-hmm. who's like 400 pounds, mm-hmm. wearing just a t-shirt, Okay, no pants, yeah. blood dripping down his face, God. who ran after the police after taking chunks out of his own skin. How would... How did he, he was run? Biting his own arms. How does he even have any he knees? He was biting his arms. 
and taking uh, chunks of flesh much. out and then running at the, he died though i don't know if it was cuz of the cops maybe he was on drugs they shot him with like rubber bullets and like tased him he, so he was white some other stuff yeah he was definitely white yeah. as soon as you said rubber bullets but he was bullets, also was a like, zombie so like you just go for the headshot at that point he was eating his own flesh and that's, spitting chunks of it that's at the even cops. dumb for a zombie I think he actually died because of the bites he took out of his own arms. Once again, it's why that's dumb for even a zombie. Doing that. Wow, that was my ankle. That was really loud. I thought you farted in yourself. That was. I moved my ankle and it cracked really (laughs) loud. Ouch. Anyway, this was another another episode of the Rum Runners podcast. Is that where we're ending? We're not even going to talk about this man on mushrooms anymore. We're just done. I thought we were done. I mean, sure. Fine. We're going to continue talking no, about No, it's fine. We can be done. What more was there to talk about? Who's Jesus? This man I heard had a big dick, according to the police, says Sergeant Alfred Dix. Police officers have voted that it's the size of a Moby three-foot sex toy that was stolen in Las Vegas recently. The cases might be connected. <laughs> This man did have burns on his arms as if he was playing with sparklers while having sex. Bringing all the stories together, except for the stabbing teens. Because I don't think that one should be in here. What about the... But all the other ones can come in here. What about the What about the cut in the, the garage in half? Well, obviously that's how he cut himself, and that's how the blood got into that house he burned. There we go. <laughs> all right, so that was another Probably episode of the Rum Runners podcast. Don't use a Sawzall on mushrooms. Definitely don't, gonna cut yourself. Definitely, definitely don't do that. And then when you wind up in your neighbor's house bleeding because you're Jesus are playing a virtual reality game. <laughs> I really think that it was someone named Jesus. <sighs> and he just didn't know how to say it because he's white. Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, he wasn't Jesus. He was playing with his VR with his friend Jesus. They did too much mushrooms, and he forgot that he took the VR headset off and ran down and the he street. Was like, Yo, the graphics are so real right now. And Jesus was like, dude. You need to come back here, man. <laughs> he was like, hey, Zeus, we should go outside and look at this. And he's like, you took your headset off. What are you talking about? And he's like, I'm already. Yeah, see, there's going to be, there's a man somewhere in Kentucky. It's a, a, a Mexican man on mushrooms that's still playing VR to this day. <laughs> just going, yo, what happened to, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to my friend? What's his what name? What happened to my naked friend? <laughs> Maybe they were playing one of them sex VR games. It's like Black Mirror. (laughs) Where they decided to fuck each other and see if it was not gay. No, they were playing (laughs) one of them VR sex games. Do they have VR sex games? Yeah. I thought it was just VR sex movies. I don't know. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. And they just made the other one. They both were girls. Okay. To the other one. (laughs) Okay. And they're just... Having a good old time. Two lonely men on mushrooms, <laughs> tripping balls, playing one, VR sex games with each Jesus other. One Jesus and or Jesus, and the other one not identified. Alberson. Yeah, Alberson. Robert Alberson. Robert Lance Albertson. There we go. That's his name. Robert Lance Albertson. What if there actually is a Robert <laughs> Lance Albertson in this area, and everyone's like, I heard on an <laughs> internet show. That Robert Lance Albertson, <laughs> yes, the guy from the bank, stripped down naked, 
Played VR with, with his friend Jesus. Jesus. You know Jesus. Jesus. Jesus from the grocery store, the, the, the produce manager? Yeah, that Jesus. Yeah, okay. So they were playing video games <laughs> together naked. They were having some weird lesbian sex, apparently. <laughs> and, then, and then Robert Lance Albertson left, was still naked, was so high on mushrooms, started breaking into people's houses and started cursing at the cops, running at him. That's why we haven't seen him. It's not because his mother in Atlanta died. Because he still thought he was in VR. And to yeah. this day, I think he still does. <laughs> and that's... We went to visit him the other day, and he told me to get the keys off the desk. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Jesus on the truth right there. Yes. Well, I think that's where we can end it. This is another episode of the Rum Runners <sighs> podcast. Uh, you can follow us right here on Facebook and Instagram, at Rum Runners. You can follow us right there on Twitter, at Rum Pod. You can follow Kyle right there at Mr. Norwell on Instagram. If you are listening to this, you can watch the episodes on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash Entertainment. Make sure to subscribe, like, and comment while you are there. It really, really helps us out, as well as sharing the video with your friends so that we can reach more people. You can find us Hey, shut your audio. mouth. Shut your stupid okay. mouth. Shut well, your mouth. Do whatever he's going to do now. Please leave us a five-star review on, <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. It's been so long. We haven't please, asked for this in so long. So please, we need more of those so that people notice us. Witness me. Okay. Witness yes. me. And while you're there on Apple Podcasts, leaving us a five-star review, why don't you go over to our other show, The Dark Rum Podcast, and you there leave them go. one of them five-star reviews because we're trying to get on that up-and-coming page. And if you don't, then I don't love you anymore. Then I'll let Jared finish this thing now. All right. That's that. Peace. Deuces. You Catch didn't say all one. the things you can find us on. I interrupted before you got even close to that. You just now it's just Apple. You can find us on all the podcast platforms there such as Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Castbox, and Anchor FM. Cool. It's all over. There's no place to run, even if we let you out of there.